Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about Extinction Rebellion and their misguided objectives. Last week, I watched an interview with Bob Dudley of BP on Bloomberg. He's retiring. Bob Dudley took over running BP shortly after the Deepwater Horizon oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. And he's certainly taken the company in a different direction and achieved a lot since then. One of the things he discussed was natural gas. And he made the point that none of the objectives of climate change will be achieved or opposing climate change without more use of natural gas. And this is something that environmental extremists very rarely focus on. They really miss that. We're not going to hit our climate change goals without using more of it. I looked at a political broadcast from a few years ago in Australia. Australia actually had a carbon tax at one point about six or seven years ago. And it became very unpopular because public opinion wasn't prepared for the cost of dealing with carbon dioxide emissions and climate change. And in fact, it was one of the bigger issues in the election in 2014 when the carbon tax was repealed. It was felt that the country had been set back maybe 20 years in terms of dealing with the issue. The thing is that people worry about climate change, but they don't want to pay anything towards it. Serious solutions involve natural gas over coal. They involve using more nuclear, the cleanest renewable, and something that Bob Dudley brought up in his interview on Bloomberg. Extremists are defended because they draw attention to the issue. Greta Thunberg tells us, how dare you, in her insulting way. Extinction Rebellion has been pushing global civil disobedience. Recently, they poured red paint on the iconic bull on Wall Street and pretended to be dead. The sort of behavior that I think turns a lot of people off, I just think it's kind of stupid. Most people are just trying to go about their daily lives and they're disrupting those daily lives. And they seem so extreme that they're easily ignored because they seem like they're such nutcases. They seem crazy. And the problem is that everyday life isn't really that different because of climate change. We read about rising sea levels and the issues that it's causing. But other than a few uh, harsh storms, uh, really for most people, I I don't think that they walk around and say, oh, yeah, my world's a lot different than it was 25 years ago because of climate change. And that's really part of the challenge. You can find warnings from back in the 1980s, that by now New York City would be submerged by rising sea levels. Obviously not the case. What climate change extremists need to do is embrace broad solutions that will gather popular support. They need to make the case in a way that will appeal to a a much wider set of people than they do. Extinction Rebellion wants the UK to be carbon neutral by 2025. That's six years. There's no way that there would be the public tolerance of the increased costs of energy and the drop in economic growth that would follow, especially with the turmoil that's taking place there as the country navigates its way towards Brexit. This is all going on, especially when the world has agreed that China and India can keep increasing 
for greenhouse gas emissions. And while there may be a strong moral case for that, while they raise living standards, people, voters really haven't had to focus on that. They really haven't had to think about that. Climate change extremists are going to remain on the fringe. Renewables are going to remain on the fringe in terms of how our energy produced. We're still 80% fossil fuels in the world, and that doesn't look like changing anytime soon. Sensible solutions are the biggest enemy of climate change extremists because they really want to change our lives and not really deal with the problem. They reject any sort of sensible cost-benefit analysis. In fact, it's odd that they embrace the science that says the planet's warming, but then they reject the science that says that renewables cannot possibly be even half of the solution that they want it to be. They come across as single-mindedly stupid. The most success any country has had in reducing emissions over the last decade is in the United States. And this is thanks to the shale revolution, where we have cheap, abundant natural gas that has been displacing coal. In fact, US CO2 emissions peaked in 2007, according to the Center for Climate and Energy Solutions, and they're down 12% since. It's why ESG funds are invested in companies like Williams Companies, which transports natural gas to power plants in the US and to export terminals where it could be shipped to Asia, where energy demand continues to grow. Climate extremists are not helping, but the US energy industry and the Shell Revolution are doing more than any of these activists to reduce CO2 emissions and to be part of the practical solution to deal with a warming planet and CO2 emissions. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lack.